Welcome to Hanging with Hartsock. I am your host, Jonathan Hartsock. In this podcast, I interview local politicians, business leaders, and others to help keep the community informed. Please subscribe to this podcast to stay up to date and receive the newest episodes. Now, on to this week's episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode of Hanging with Hartsock, I'm sitting down with the director of the Martinsville Henry County Warming Center. The Martinsville Warming Center has only been open for, I think it's 10 days now, right? Mm -hmm. And already they have provided shelter for 19 people, given 70 nights of sleep, 40 plus meals, and had over 60 volunteer shifts covered. There's been all kinds of supplies coming in, jackets, clothes, book bags, food bags to go, all kinds of that, plus being able to provide shelter for the homeless guests that we have here around the county and in Martinsville. Kristen, I'm here with you today. I just want to kind of go through and talk about, you know, it's something that we needed here in Henry County, the the reason you guys kind of started, the way it came about, and how how you decided that this was something that you wanted to do. So I'll let you get into it and kind of describe how this all started coming about. So in October, we learned that we wouldn't have a home at the Salvation Army. Um, and we wouldn't have a leader because of different health reasons with him and his family. Um, He's still a part of our center, but just not in the capacity that he was. So Michael Harrison had reached out and talked to me a little bit, only because um, I had volunteered some last year, but never to talk about taking the leader role. Um, And then his letter came out the beginning of November that said they just weren't going to be closed for this season because they didn't have leadership. Um, and I, I kid you not, it was four nights that I couldn't sleep and I just, it tugged so much on my heart. Uh, it was nine or 10 o'clock at night. I text Michael and I said, will you just let me lead it? And he was like, let you, of course I will. And so from then on, it just spiraled, um, into this great thing now. And that's awesome to hear. I mean, and I'm sure Michael was glad somebody was actually able to take up the, the take up the torch and carry it on like this. And, and it's, as we've talked a little bit before we went on the podcast here, it was it takes a very special individual to actually want to go out and do that and be able to to sh- uh, take on that burden of or, or the not I don't want to say burden, but take on the responsibility of leading an effort like this, especially mm-hmm. in our area, a small area. A lot of a lot of people don't realize exactly how much of a homeless issue we have. They don't really, they don't either, they don't accept it or they don't want to see it. And that's, mm-hmm. that's something to be able to, to step up and to take that responsibility is pretty amazing from, from, from that perspective. And the, to be able to not sleep, that's, that's pretty, that's, yeah. that's tugging on your heartstrings pretty good right there. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I could see that. So you guys have done a lot. I mean, from, from November to now, there was a lot of work that went into it. So you want to kind of little, talk a little bit about all the work that you guys have put into it? Sure. So it was um, the beginning of November when I decided to take that over. And um, Michael and I chatted back and forth and got um, a page up. Um, my belief is that advocacy is the key here. Making people aware of the need in the community is really what helps the center grow. And so we really pushed at it. Um, I have an HR marketing recruiting background. And so that's where that perspective comes from. And we have um, over 1,300 likes on our Facebook page. We went from 200 volunteers to over 460 now. Um, and it's just grown exponentially. Now, from November, we didn't have a facility. That was our big other barrier other than a leader because we weren't able to use the building in Salvation Army. So um, I have several connections throughout the community 
And with Michael's connections, I took their list and my list and just sent out an email. And in 24 hours, I had Forest Hills reach out and say, you know, let's get together and talk about this. Let's see what kind of potential there is. Um, I have a former relationship with Forest Hills because I run a mom's group. It's Uptown Mops. And we have over 100 moms of preschoolers who get together. um, And this is our second year. So there was already that relationship with Forest Hills, which only helped us as far as that rapport to build into the warming center as well. So we met with them. Their session agreed that if certain items were met, then we could proceed. So the session members started helping us as far as getting the city approval, getting inspections done, and getting insurance, um, which took much longer than what we had hoped for. But the week of Christmas, um, right after Christmas, we got that approval. And it was so warm, we wouldn't have opened until the 30th, which was our opening day. So as soon as we got that approval, we hit the ground and started getting everything together. And that's awesome. That's actually something I noticed, too, as well, that you guys created the Facebook page. You had that early on, getting everybody coming in. But Forest Hills Presbyterian Church actually has this on their website as well, sharing this information out, letting people know, hey, this is what's going on. This is where you can come to. It's got all your information, Mm -hmm. your contact information. And that's key because your contact information, you you need to be able to be able to contact if if somebody wants to volunteer or if they want to be able to help. And you have that information right here, either Mm -hmm. on the Facebook page that you guys created or on the Forest Hills Presbyterian Church site, which is which is really good as well because mm-hmm. that gives a place where it's a dedicated website that people can go to as well as well as the Facebook page. A lot of people don't do Facebook, but you have a web page as well that's right. now advertising per se to help you guys get that information out there, which well, is like, pretty great. Like I said, advocacy is really the greatest thing because you've got to make people in the community aware of the need. And um, if you don't know of a need, you don't know how you can meet that need. And so making the need aware, uh, making the community aware of the need is what we've really worked towards. And sharing success stories has been a really big part of what I want to do. I don't want to only scream, give us, give us, give us. But I want to shout back and say, look at what you've done. And it's not me, it's the community. And that's that's the big thing. The community has to come together and has to has to help out. And I think that's one of the great things that I've seen throughout this ever since the news broke that the Salvation Army wasn't going to be able to do it anymore. And then you guys came together and started this started this group and started working towards everything is the way that the community has come out mm-hmm. and tried to help as much as they can. You've had everything. that, And that's one of the things I really liked is the way that you guys are talking about, like Lee's Tire, for instance, right. came out and done what they did, like helping out with the new van, getting mm-hmm. everything ready to go, helping with the tires, putting the new tires on no cost. You guys helping out. That's a big help right there. And then you also have other events that people are doing, whether it be the breakfast that was had at the Oak Level Ruiton or you have different different events coming up like the Miss Shining Light pageant that's going to be going on at the mm-hmm. HJDB Event Center as well as a spaghetti dinner that's coming up in uh, February, uh, February 6th at Red and May. So you have different yeah. events that are coming up. So being able to reach out and getting the community involvement in that has been key. So you want to talk a little bit more about how, how the community can help you even more? Well, I want to touch on the events and it's been wonderful that I've not asked any of these individuals to host an event for us. They've all reached out to me. And what an amazing thing that a restaurant, you know, we had um, Spirit Night at Checkered Pig. And we had 
other events that have popped up, even just like the multi-level marketing companies that have representatives, they're reaching out wanting to host fundraisers for us. And it's wonderful because they're wanting to get involved. And it's wonderful because I don't have to do the work <laughs> um, because there's so much behind the scenes that happens um, in order for the center to be open. And so that's a load off of me. Um, what we need now as far as community we always can use financial donations because there there is overhead costs with the center, which includes insurance, um, transportation costs. You know, we help, we wash laundry. And, you know, you think, oh, laundry's not that much, but we've spent about $60 a week doing laundry. And so things like that really add up. And the donations are used to do that as well as feeding our guests, clothing them if we don't already have those in donations. So what the community can do now is volunteer come help us at the center come give us an hour or two of your time you can also make financial donations that will help us fund the center throughout the rest of the season so we are open until march and march will be march 31st will be our last day and that's that's one thing i noticed that you also have not only do you have the, the facebook page but you guys actually have a dedicated Facebook group mm-hmm. for all the volunteers where Correct. you can go in and get involved and learn what's needed and what, what you can do to help further further the, the benefits of the, the warming center here. Right. And that's something from the community perspective that, you know, this is what this is all about is getting out and getting word out to the community, what's going on in our community and how the community can help because that's the only way a community can actually thrive and survive is helping one another and things like this is something that, that really need to be focused on and, and really, really need to be focused on to, to, to help not only our community, but I mean, start to reach out and, and showing that, hey, we are here, we're here to help. And that's, that's one of the great things that, as you said, the community has reached out to you to kind of help as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's a huge thing. So one thing that's cool about the group, um, if you're not a part of it, I encourage you to join that, is that that's where the magic happens. I joke and say that, but it really is because previous years I could see people post needs and it would go days without a need being met. I kid you not, I post a need and within five minutes, I've got three volunteers. And it and I, you know, could tear up because I'm so impressed with the eagerness of these volunteers. Um, and these volunteers are working. They have families, but they're taking the time. And I say the lot, you know, the load is light with many to help because I can't do it all. But with people who are so eager and willing, they volunteer once a week for a half an hour or two hours. And then that's it. If we had one person in our group serve one time throughout the season and everyone participated, that's all that would be needed. That's that's where volunteers, volunteers coming out from the community helping out could be I could see where that could be a, mm-hmm. a big thing. So yeah. and you also have other other things that are going on. You have I know there's we talked a little bit about the events that are going on, the people are reaching out to you guys. I know you talked about uh, some of the ones that's happened, but you also have some more coming up. You have the, I think there's a bingo going on. Some of these, you, talk, you talked about like Cincy and 31 bingo coming up. Right. That's going to be going on January 31st at the Range of Ruins. And so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on to kind of help you guys get get up and, and get going and keep it going because mm-hmm. it's something that has to be sustained. It's not just one of those things that I know you guys are, are working towards making sure it's something that can go year over year because we do have that, that issue here in Henry County and Martinsville that people may not realize, but we do have, we want to make sure we're helping those individuals that are out there as well. Right. And that's, that's one of the key things uh, with the volunteering and, and going out and helping with that. So I do encourage everybody that if you're not in the volunteer group, reach out, join the group, 
go through the, that and and do what you can to help because mm-hmm. as from a community perspective that's what we're here to do is try to help to, to make your community better right. in general so from a volunteer standpoint can you kind of give some ideas about what you need from a volunteer right now like sure because as we as you know it's getting ready to get it's been some crazy weather it's not yeah. really been it's not really been really super cold but it's starting to get there and we're starting to see that cold front starting to move in a lot so kind of give some ideas about what what some volunteers could do and i know you guys do volunteer training as well mm-hmm. for, for for different things so talk, kind of talk a little bit about that so there's three different types of volunteers um primarily of course if you join our group you'll see there's other little random things that come up but the majority of our volunteers are either intake volunteers which are here at the center and they check our guests in and serve dinner Uh, it's very hands-on with the guests and so you'd want to have the people skills and be able to talk with these people um and you want to be able to serve food you know be able to get up and physically help with things like that and then there's the meals so people in our community provide a meal every single night um and we have restaurants in the area that also help with um that so domino's and little caesar's both have offered as we need that we can get pizza we keep that as a backup because sometimes things happen life happens if someone forgot or didn't show up with a meal we could go and get pizza um but so you can provide a meal which is normally cooking for about 15 people or we have our overnight volunteers and our overnight volunteers arrive at the center at 9 p.m and stay until 8 a.m the next morning and what they do is you're allowed to sleep. You would just be on call. So you'd have your cell phone with you um, and be available should something come up. Um, and they stay here at the center. They help guests get settled for the night. And then in the morning, they provide breakfast, which are just on-the-go items, cereal, oatmeal, granola bars, things of that nature. Um, we've had a really nice donation of sausage biscuits that are like the frozen ones so you can help heat up biscuits and things of that nature and then the guests are transported back out to the uptown library um so those are the primary areas um there's no special skill required you just have to have a heart Um, i can teach you everything you need to know as long as you've got the attitude to come in and love on these people and be willing to learn you don't need any special skill that's 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 awesome that you know having people like yourself that's willing to to go through and show what needs to be done and but having those volunteers come in and something as simple as cooking a meal and having a meal come in bring that in for for that amount of people and just having that available is it's it's pretty great as well mm-hmm. to, the fact that you guys have volunteers to do that and that's something that i know from like you said serving the volunteers that's definitely something you could come in that's a couple hours come in and give that time that you mm-hmm. could do and that's i'm sure that's very beneficial yeah. to you guys as well i know that the way that you guys update the the schedule is usually on the facebook page you mm-hmm. have the, the facebook page you keep up the schedule when it's going to be open when it's going to be closed which is which is good is there any other ways that that, that you guys communicate with or, or send out anything other than just the facebook page or on the other page i send out an email every week so that email, um, because of our insurance, you have to be trained in order to volunteer with us. It's just a liability thing. Um, and some people haven't quite got that. But, you know, when I respond with that answer, I'm not being harsh, but I have to make sure that our center's protected. So the email that goes out to have volunteers sign up is only going to those who have been through the training. Um, and once you go through the training, we put you on that email list and in the Facebook group, and you've got those two options. Um, if you email me back and say, hey, I can do January 21st and January 27th, I throw you on the schedule, 
and then that schedule is posted on the Facebook group as a reminder. Um, but those are the two primary areas. I have a few that don't do Facebook and don't do email, uh, which is shocking, right? Yeah. But we love those people dearly, and we appreciate their help. And so those people do call me or text me. Um, I would prefer that not be the primary method for most because it can get very cumbersome. But the email and Facebook are our primary. Okay. So email and Facebook, that's that's definitely a way to reach out. And your email is listed on your Facebook page, but I'm going to go ahead and give that out right now. I want to make sure I'm giving you giving the right email out here. That one, the I want to help. I want to help WC, okay. which I, is Warming Center. So I want to help WC at gmail.com is the the email if you want to reach out and you want to talk to Kristen and volunteer your time. She can get you set up with some training. She also has the phone number listed on the Facebook that's the last case scenario, but you can also give her a call, give her a text, 276-358-1755. Like I said, she's she's available. She wants to make sure that we're helping out our, our community, making sure that our volunteers are prepared and trained in the way that needs to be, not only to help the community and the people that are coming in, but to be trained and make sure that everything's safe and being done the correct way as well. And so can you talk a little bit about the training, what goes into the training, what somebody would sit through, how long that would be and all of that? Okay. So up until this point, we've had four training classes and we have over a hundred volunteers that have completed that. Um, and there's things that you can help with that you don't have to complete a training with, but if you're going to serve with our guests, then that training is required. Um, but the training course is only an hour, maybe a little longer, a little less, depending on the participation or questions that may come up. But it's just a, a lecture, sort of. So I, you get to hear me talk a lot. Um, so I just share with you processes and how things are done. And I have a really good volunteer. His name's Kyle. And he helps with training and um, volunteer training and organization. So he's been with the warming center for four years. And so he's got a lot of knowledge that I don't have. And then um, I'm able to use some of my strengths to help as well, as far as social work or um, just some organization. So together we're like a power couple. It's really great. So that makes, that makes it easy. So, yeah. so you basically you're coming in, you're sitting down, you're getting to listen to the, go through the training and then you're actually officially certified but that's if you're only if you're looking to to help out and come in and actually work with the guests that are coming right things that you can do if you don't go through training we've got like volunteers that help with laundry we've got volunteers that do the meals we've got people that come in we receive a lot of donations and so we need man hours to come in and sort through stuff and restock things and come in and help clean once a week um so there's lots of things to do and it takes a village you know that's that's a big thing about this. Something that's helping the community like this and it's available for our community. The community has to come back and help as well. And that's mm-hmm. that's one of the big things. And and you guys have done a really great job, I think, about making sure that that you as you said, you're not only asking for things, you guys are showing for the the things that have actually went on and, mm-hmm. and how it's helped and how this is being used. I talked a little bit at the beginning about all everything that you guys have that, that's helped and the people that you guys have helped so far, but there's that's just this is early on this is that's how great this is this is early on only 10 days in and this is all that's already been done but there's so much more that's going to be going on as well and i mean that's that's one of the great things about this is there's so much possibility for for being able to help more people not just not just the the amount we have so i'm actually looking forward to seeing at the end of it's all said and done you said march 31st was the last day so we've got 75 days left in our uh season and so we're going to need 
more hands, more power, more support. So I don't, you know, I'm telling my volunteers, like, don't sign up for every single day. You're going to burn yourself out. So letting everyone kind of get a taste of it slowly but surely um, is what's going to help us sustain the rest of the season. We are looking at planning another volunteer training only because I've had so many ask about it. We have not set a date for that yet. It will probably be the beginning of February. Um, we'll just see how that goes and what people can do. But in the meantime, if anybody wants to reach out and, and try to so give her give her a good idea of how many people she would have, that would be great as well. So feel free to reach out, send her an email, send her a text, something like that. But And make follow sure our page on Facebook just to stay up to date Facebook. on events and um, what's happening, the schedule, any of those things we're going to share publicly on our page. And that's that's another way to, to make sure you're keeping up with everything because it's updated quite regularly as you as as you'll see once you go on and like the page you'll see it's it's MHC Warming Center it's a community uh, it's a community page you'll see that it is it's very easy to follow and the, and she updates it I'm, I'm assuming it's you that's doing that's all the me. updating so that's the magic. it's it's updated quite a bit there's a lot of different things going on a lot of great information on here and it gives you an idea of exactly how important this is for the community so make sure you go on there like the page volunteer your time give some money donate something go out and help and that's what this is all about is helping our community and making sure we're helping the, those in need and one thing that's cool about the warming center is that we're not only a safe place to sleep like that's our only requirement right but what we're doing with these individuals are we're talking with them we're learning their story and we're connecting them with community resources so we're helping them we're not only giving a hand out, but we're giving a hand up out of the situation that you're in. Some of them have come upon uh, homelessness because of situations that are out of their control. Um, we have some guys who are disabled and they can't work um, in typical jobs. So we're helping them find jobs that they can work with. Um, I got a call this week from the workforce development, you know, talking with them about potential partnerships to help people get training, get jobs that they can work. We have helped a woman find an apartment that was within her budget. Um, I have landlords reaching out to me asking how they can help, and that's wonderful. So we're helping in more ways than just providing a meal and a place to sleep. And that's that's a great thing, getting to know the people that you're that you're helping. Mm -hmm getting to know their stories that only not, not only makes them feel better about it but it can help you as you said work with them on helping them come up out of where they're at now and right. how they you know that's that's an excellent excellent way to look at that and I, yeah i think that's great so wrapping up i just want to just want to say thank you for taking the time sitting down talking about everything thank you for everything you're doing with this because this is a need for our community and it takes a special individual to step up and take that responsibility on and i think that's you know You've done excellent with it. I think it's it's been great. I know it's probably a lot of a lot of heartache, a lot of headache on that, mm -hmm. but it's I'm sure it's worth it in the long run to you yeah. because you're being able to help and make a difference in our community. So Absolutely. Thank you from 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 me and from a lot of people. I know. Thank you for for being the one that's that's being the face of this movement. So. Well, I appreciate your kind words. Again, make sure you guys go out, like the Facebook page. You'll see a lot of different events that are coming up. It's she updates it quite regularly. There's a lot of good things coming. There's a lot of ways that you guys can go out and help in the community go out and help with this make sure you guys are attending these events because those funds are going to be used in a way that helps the, the warming center whether it be with the insurance she talked about helping with getting food in here different things like that so make sure that you guys are going out liking the page helping out with these different events and volunteering your time 
donate your time. That's that's one of the if people say I don't have the money to donate. You have time. Most of us have at least an hour that we can spare once a week. I mean, mm-hmm. you have that time. Go out and donate your time. And, and and it's going to make you feel better about yourself donating and helping somebody else, especially helping out our community. So, again, Creston, thank you for sitting down with us today. I think it's been great. And I look forward to seeing how this continues to grow yes. going forward. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hanging with Hearthstone. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating on your favorite podcast app. See you next week for another episode of Hanging with Heartsock.